the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking money, investing more. On the outside, I'm happy-go-lucky. On the inside, I'm a tortured soul. A man-child. My goal is to get you to retirement. Hopefully. Cut down on some of the mistakes, some of the assumptions that we all make. That's the idea. Try to share with you, you know, the biggest mistakes you, if you cut out the mistakes, you do well. And, but that also sometimes means that you have to play to pay. One mistake could be doing nothing. So now here I am saying like, don't make mistakes, but I'm also saying you got to get around and walk around and and put yourself in danger. Like, right. And danger in the world that comes of like your college career. I mean, that's where it all starts for me on this show. Is what sort of career do you have? How much money do you earn? Because it's going to be finite. If, let's say, you're at $100,000 a year for 10 years, what do you make? A million? Times four. You work for 40 years, that's $4 million, And you're done. So at some point in time, you have to use that $4 million to play. You have to get in the game. you got to get some real estate. you got to get some stocks. you got to get some bonds. you got some retirement products. You also have to vacation so that you don't come to the end of summer and go, I need a vacation! But wait, wait summer just ended. So I like learning as I go along for sure. And I think when you're 25 years old, that's the time to be a professional investor. And oftentimes I'll say things along the lines of like, you can make some mistakes in your twenties, like wait till you're 30 to get married. And I shouldn't tell people when to get married. I'm just saying like, I see a lot of financial mistakes of people getting married. So I'm just trying to say, slow it down there, bucko. 52% of the world's market capitalization is tied up in global investing. And yet a lot of people only invest in companies that they know. So a lot of things, sometimes you have to get outside your comfort zone. One of the areas which is a comfort zone for people is how much you're going to spend on real estate. One of the areas that I've seen people make mistakes on is that they could go, I'm going to wait for it to come down. Same, same freaking thing with Amazon, right? I'm going to wait for a correction. Next correction, I'm going to buy it. And then what happens? You don't buy it. You, you, you think it's going to go lower. And suddenly, like, people are losing their jobs. And you're like, I'm going to hold on to my cash. Same thing with real estate. Sometimes you just got to buy to buy. And, 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 but then you have to be careful because there's different types of real estate. There's property living, which I think is a great idea. Even if it's expensive, because rentals are going to be expensive, right? They kind of go hand in hand. If you're going to be in that property five, seven, ten years, biggest mistake one of my friends made was not buying a house when he moved to the Bay Area 15 years ago because he thought they were too expensive because he came from an area where they were less expensive. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Good morning. Good morning. You see procrastination as a a big letter P that uh, people (laughs) start a letter, so to speak. Yeah, unfortunately, we see it quite often. on the mortgage side, where I primarily work, is we'll see a buyer get pre-approved, and then in six months later, you never hear from them. Um, they're discouraged with the prices. Discouraged, you know, it could be they can't save enough down payment, or every house they look at is they're getting overbid on um, or outbid on. So there are people who aren't just sitting on the sideline; they're actually active, but they can't buy. Uh, and maybe that's part of the 44% or whatever that number was of people who decide that they're going to move out of the Bay Area or want to because of that. Um, 
Yeah, but we do see that quite often. I mean, you see it all the sure. time. I, but it's kind of interesting. You know, sometimes procrastination is fine, but it can get you into a, a problem where you can, you know, you're waiting for that next big thing to happen and it never happens. Or when it does happen, you're too scared to do it. So it's to be successful as an investor, whether it be in real estate or in, in stock market, you really just have to have not like cold ice nerves or you just, or maybe like mine well, the, just never the other in half, the first place. The other half of that as well is having a good realtor or, or professional, whatever you want to call it, to help you. Uh, I've, I've worked with clients before that are working with realtors that I just flat out, I don't think they know what they're doing because they're going five, six, seven offers and they aren't getting their offer accepted. Meanwhile, that, pri- that house is going, or that equivalent house is going up five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month. And that means they have to come up with five or ten thousand dollars a month more every time they don't get their offer accepted, and that's a, that's more tragic that they they should have just put the best offer in or the gone straight to the listing agent and said, "How much do I need to offer on this house to buy it?" Um, and then there's people that are sitting on the sidelines and and they they feel like they're missing out. Um, I I encourage people to start thinking about real estate early because there are places in the United States and in California that you can't afford uh, a decent property and you don't actually have to live in them. You were talking about there are different types of real estate uh-huh. you can own. You don't have to own the the property that you live in, but you can own real estate. So you have to kind of think out of the box and don't feel like you're being left out. I, I try to encourage people to think outside the box. I hear you on that. Um <clears throat> One of the interesting things is that we're seeing a mass exodus of people or a potential mass exodus of people from the Bay Area. Um, they're thinking about it, 44 plus percent uh, thinking about it. And then you, you start looking at the states that they're going to. And they, they almost don't want us. Um, <laughs> Seattle, L.A. Um, a lot of people, you know, I, I saw people make the case for LA, Southern California living is better than Northern California living. Uh, when you compare beaches, when you compare cost of living, when you compare uh, some affordable housing, some affordable housing. And again, you know, I, I repeated that because it's all relative, right? They've got a different economy in the Bay Area. You've got incredibly smart nerds, but you have a nerd economy in the peninsula. Where in Southern California, you've got, you know, it, it's easy to get in tech. Um, everyone thinks like, oh, let's come up with a great idea and, and make billions. You know what's easy to get into? Media. There's so many jobs in media. There's so many jobs in media, especially now. If you take a look at Netflix and other people. So uh, there's always going to be this, where are people going to go to? And I don't, it's interesting because like Seattle's trying to figure out where to put people. So they've come up with a tech tax on big companies. Uh, Cupertino, Mountain View. Uh, they're all coming up with like, how do we tax these big companies that are putting, bringing more and more people and making these super campuses. And that can change real estate values pretty quickly. So um, I have a friend who bought a home. Uh, on a lake, and no one was allowed to use the lake except for people at docks, and the city changed the rules. And every weekend, his house is now a vacation spot for people, and they walk right across his yard onto the onto the lake. So, um, anyway, any thoughts on where we should migrate to? I'm ready to migrate. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of people moving to Sacramento is the number one destination for people from the Bay Area. And let me just go back, and I'm, I'm going to kind of ease people's mind here. There's actually more people moving into the Bay area than are leaving right now. The Bay area, the California is, has a net loss, but the Bay area is the only city or metropolitan area that is not losing people uh, on a net basis. So uh, San Francisco, uh, Sacramento is the number one destination. Then you have Seattle, Portland, Reno, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Denver, places like that. Um, there's not a lot of choices in the West. Unfortunately, if you're in the East coast, 
it's you know you believe the idea about all up and down ninety five. You know, Bart's going to extend out to Livermore at some point in time. They just turn that down. Did they turn it down? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that idea of try to find cities that might get yes. the Bart? Because what I, what I'm learning about L.A. and Seattle and everyone is they're saying tech companies we're going to tax you, and then what we're going to do is put cheap housing near Bart stations. I wouldn't go out and buy land. I would probably wait. Yeah. Until it's developed. We we have a pretty big problem here in the Bay Area as far as transit. I mean, look what Facebook's. They're going to buy that bridge. What bridge? Right by Dumbarton. And I think they're going to start shelling people over that bridge. I think that's kind of recent news. Okay. I haven't even heard of that one. Got to get my head out of my butt. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. <laughs> my head's in my butt. We'll talk real estate when we come back. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. People around the United States are freaking out because local ordinances are going in blocking plastic straws. Now, on one hand, you go, this is a great idea. You're like... I'm going to order a Mai Tai, and I'm not going to have a plastic straw today. I'm going to have a paper straw. I'm a good person. And you're going to feel better about it, and then you're going to go home, and you're going to leave like a plastic lawn chair in the ocean one day kind of thing, and it's like turtle's going to have a lawn chair growing out of its head, and then someone's going to do a video of it, and plastic lawn chairs will get banned next. So it's pretty popular. Now, popular ordinances, ordinances can change things. Uh, for instance, there's companies like Vacasa. Um, that are in a lot of trouble right now in Airbnb. Airbnb wants to come public, but this, they can't get away from themselves right now in headlines. They've gone into Miami Beach, and, um, you know, what do you think an Airbnb in Miami Beach is going to be? Like, it's going to be a party house, right? Now, do you think your neighbors want you to Airbnb? Hell no. So then it becomes, is it zoned for, you know, business, like hotels, or is it zoned for people living? But Miami, it's only going to be partying, Right. On Airbnb. So they're, they're getting into lots of trouble. And those local laws change. And tenant laws change the value of your home enormously. Let's talk a little bit about um, that basic idea. And oh, Tony and I were just talking about the reason I, I come up with uh, plastic straws is everyone's upset against pe- uh, plastic straws. So we should start a website, People Against Plastic Straws. PAPS, right? You've got <laughs> to be kidding me. No, I, I don't like plastic straws. They, they, they get in little turtles' heads. And, you know, I'm really upset because now i got to stir my Mai Tai with paper or with wood or something else. Um, you were talking about you knew the mother with the two kids died and she started mad. Mother's against her. Uh, I went to uh, elementary school. Yeah. What's up? So that's kind of interesting. Do you remember that was a big cause? Yeah. Seatbelts. People are like, I'm not going to wear seatbelts. And then we actually had to have a campaign against yeah. drunk driving where kids get killed and we shouldn't have to have it. It should be common sense. But. It is what it is, right? You know, I got suspended in high school. This was my first, it wasn't my first suspension, but it was a good suspension. For the newspaper, I wrote a story that I kind of pushed through without letting the teacher know. So I was on this, the, the Valerdictus, the uh, school newspaper, and it was um, sad. It was students against Duran Duran. <laughs> and it was too soon. But now it's funny because we've kind of grown up in this culture of mothers against drunk driving is it's an institution. And to make fun of it at that moment, it wasn't cool. So students got me suspended. And you got suspended, okay. Yeah, for a day. So, How many out there, isn't, they're not shocked about that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Rob have that. saying something crazy. Until you brought up the word mad. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I had forgotten that memory. So students get strand ran. I had Very some controversy. Funny. 
I wrote an article about uh, prom dates, and it was called What About a Prom Date? And um, it was about all the junior and senior girls who didn't have dates because they'd been dating college guys all year round. And the seniors in high school had to go out with the freshmen. So the the younger women (laughs) who didn't get the college guys because the dads would freak out on the college guys. But when you're an 11th grade girl, you're allowed to date college guys. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't like where this is going. So I got into trouble with that one. Whereas I was basically saying, sorry, senior ladies, you didn't date me all year long, so you're not going to get a go to prom because you're We're all waiting for your book of memoirs. No doubt, right? (laughs) Awesome. I want to take a month off and write them, but I I can't find that month. So anyway, um, local laws, ordinances, that's where I was getting at with you. Plastic straws uh, can change the world, right? Sure can. Um, It's definitely something that you want to pay attention to when you're buying real estate. Yeah. You were talking about, uh, should, should I invest in a... Uh, the possibility of the expansion of BART. Um, probably not, because there's going to be people like the, the, those neighbors in Miami that don't want Airbnb next door, um, and they don't want more people parking in their city, um, so to speak, uh, coming all the way from Modesto or Manteca or something like that. So um, you pay attention to that in real estate. Um, it's, if you, and if you do your right job, the, the right job, you work with a good realtor, you can get around you know, some of those mistakes. But that's where it gets kind of tricky because, you know, a lot of people in real estate say buy where you live. You know, Charlie Crackler, he swears by that. Um, now, Charlie Crackler's done pretty well for himself, buy where you live. But, you know, if you want to own 10 houses in Texas, you can own 10 houses or you can own one in the Bay Area. And a lot of people get attracted to that 10 and then they go out and buy homes there. And they think they're going to, you know, rent them out. They think they're going to be landlords. They think they're going to make, you know, all the money in the world. And they don't realize there's a tenant law issue. Or there, there's an ordinance because you don't know about Dallas, Texas. So, you know, Texas is an open carry state. Isn't that just a bizarre concept? It's just like the idea of, you know, they still smoke cigarettes in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And like you're like, whoa, I saw someone smoking a cigarette recently and just it freaked me out. I was like, I haven't seen that in, I think, a couple of years. I don't whoa. get out much. So, <laughs> but yeah, the, the local ordinances and um, that's, the, that's one of the problems that I have with people just buying randomly into real estate. Um, you know, I recently bought a second home that I, I played with the ideas. Do, do I, do I want to turn it into a rental? Do I not want to turn it into a rental? Do I want to do a vacation? Do I want to do a luxury home property? Do I like it, it, And then you're like, you're quickly, it can change like, um, inclines trying to ban Airbnbs because the hotel industry throws a lot of money to the local politicians. So it makes, you can get yourself into trouble with your assumptions. But then again, I did date someone who had a house in Vienna, Virginia, where they were making BART. Uh, the metro system in in Washington D.C. go to Vienna and property values went up. Uh, there's also neighborhoods that were eminent domain that were completely wiped out. Yep. So that's nothing you can really control either. You and I were talking about that Dumbarton Bridge project that Facebook's trying to revitalize. And I was like, that's going to help uh, Fremont. Fremont, yeah, it's going to help Hayward. It's going to help Milpitas you know, and uh, relieve a little bit of traffic. The more traffic you leave, the more people are going to be like. I think that's an interesting story, and I've heard people say this: just fill in the bay, or we, or simply just say we need a new bridge. But um, mass transit is something that uh, we really need to pay attention to in the Bay Area. I don't know if you've been on BART lately, but it is packed. Yeah, it is really, really packed. And um, what do they do? Add another train? And what if they go? Yeah, yeah. What if they go out a little farther and more people are getting on the train? It, um, nobody wants to drive. Nobody wants, and the tolls, I think we just voted the tolls are going to go up. Um, 
So there's some, uh, there's, it's getting a bit more expensive, a little bit harder to get around in the Bay Area. And I think we didn't, you talked about a, an exodus out of the Bay Area and 44% of San Franciscans want to get out of here. It's, it's, um, I don't it's get, a different I, kind of living when you, yeah. when you get out of here, you, you, you get to even a place like Sacramento and you're like, man, there's a little bit more room here, a little bit more, less traffic. And then you go further east and there's even less traffic. And Until you get into less traffic, you don't realize you've missed less traffic. Yeah. So, and, uh, that's kind grass of, can actually be greener on the other side. I hear you. So it's going to be an interesting time to say the least for real estate and see what's happening as far as exoduses go, as far as cities go and how they you know, fight the Airbnbs of the world. Airbnbs, uh, IPOs can be a big one because millennials do like the idea of staying in someone's home versus a hotel. Hotels are fighting back. Push shove. You get the idea. Coming up, we're going to talk a little more real estate. Homes in America are selling at a record pace. Who does that favor? Buyers or sellers? Depends. What homes are staying on the market the longest? We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about second homes and how much you're really going to use them. Take a break here. We'll be right back. It's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. So here, here's that. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Little bleachers. If you play the bleachers on Spotify or on Apple Music, they've got some... Um, alternative versions but I, I'm, I'm digging i'm a big fan of bleachers saw their show last year thoroughly enjoyed it surprisingly so it made me feel 10 years younger eating one egg a day could significantly reduce your risk of heart disease according to a major new study are you kidding me we grew up in a world where eggs were part of a breakfast with bacon and then bacon became evil and then eggs became evil and now eggs can now actually add life to you and cut down 26% less risk of a a hemorrhage stroke, 28% less risk or lower risk of dying from a a stroke and an 18% lower risk of dying from cardiovascular disease. Okay. So now is egg a grain or is egg a protein? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Is it got gluten? Does it not have gluten? I know. I'm just trying to say that some of the things we assumed growing up, we have changed our mind on. Electric cars are going to wipe out 7 million barrels of oil demand by 2040. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? You're like, I like the earth. That's a good thing. Well, how about if you're in Saudi Arabia and you don't have a diverse economy and you also happen to be a monarchy ruling your people and they, they don't have anything because you got the oil. Homeowners are increasingly saying now is the best time to sell a home. That's a headline out there. Homeowners agree that this is the right time to sell especially giving the favorable prices. And yet we have no inventory on the market. We know we're saying that we think it's the right time to sell, but yet we're not selling high borrowing costs and unaffordable housing could be one reason why homeowners are unwilling to sell off their property. Tiny men does kind of interesting, right? Bay Source.com. You can find him at Bay Source.com. He did my recent mortgage. Super easy, super pleasy. Um, more homeowners, more homeowners right now think it's the perfect time to sell than they have in the past 26 years. More. I mean, it could be one to two, but um, yeah, it, it, but it is a high number or a higher number than we've been looking at. It's, it's the trend. And we're seeing at the same time, we're seeing more seller or more buyers think it's a good time to buy, or at least the interest is there. So uh, yeah, no inventory. It's weird to hear that sellers think it's a good time to sell. 
but there's not enough inventory out there. There's cer- certainly it tells you buyers. that home is where the heart is because people are having a tough time letting go. Well, the problem is, is when they sell, there's, they're likely going to buy another house. It's where's the inventory that they're going to buy. The home that I bought eight years ago has gone up a million dollars in value. My friend Mark Dannon, he bought a home for about 700000 in Napa a couple of years ago. Fixed it up really nice. Uh, made it very Mediterranean. Fire came up into Santa Rosa, almost got into his uh, area where he lived in Napa. He cold turkey sold, and he's never looked back. That's I think that's the big issue, looking back and regretting. Like, remember that place I had in Washington, D.C.? Like, <laughs> I don't even want to look it up. And, and that's another thing. Like, remember when there was, like, stock market crashes in 2000, 2002, when we used to get paper statements from your broker? You'd be like, I'm not opening it. I'm not opening it. Just going to sit on the window seal for a couple weeks there. Yep. Coupons and... Well, see, I'm exactly. not talking coupons. I'm talking... Sometimes people don't want to deal with the truth is now is a good time to sell your home. I've made a million dollars. If I was an eight year old boy and you come came back to me as an eight year old self and say to yourself, one day you're going to buy a home and in eight years, it's going to go up a million dollars. All you're going to have to do is, is not sell crack out of it is not turn it into like, you know, and there is a house in my neighborhood on a hill that, that was manufacturing crack cocaine. Um, and it sold at a record price too, you know, kind of thing. So you could actually sell a record. That's crazy, right? I just said it out loud. You could actually sell a crack house now and get top dollar for it. Cause someone's going to come in and knock it over. But anyway, people know it's the best time to sell and yet they won't. And if they, if the problem is, is where are they going to go? Well, there you go. And that's um, why I brought up Mark Dannon. He went to Flagstaff gone, plays yeah. golf every day. Um, so are there, well, we have prop 13 too. So it might be more expensive for somebody to replace their house somewhere else at the same price, even, right. you know, moving equity from one city to another. So, and then you have the other propositions that allow you to hand the house down to your, your family, your parent, your children or your grandchildren, uh, and keep the tax basis. And, and a lot of, I'm running at a lot of people who've taken advantage advantage of that. And more and more people are talking about that's what they're going to do. So is inventory going to grow just because sellers think that it's a good time to sell? Probably not unless they all do it at once. Um, that's, and then we need other places around the United States for them to do the same thing. So there's inventory and we're not building enough. There's not enough new homes being built. There's, we're still concentrating more we're on building. We're building, but we're building multifamily home. Are, are you going to sell your single family house and move into a condo? I have a bigger question for you. Remember when eggs were bad and now <laughs> eggs are good, right? Yeah. Do you remember my idea of us? I had a single family home. Are idea. you saying single family house compared, uh, compared I, to like part, a condo? Like I, condos were bad. Now they're good. As a kid, I dreamt of a single family home of a McMansion. And now again, I didn't get one. It's a 1700 square foot home, but it's up a million dollars in value since mm-hmm. I bought it. If I sold it, but it's only a paper gain. And again, pulling the trigger on paper gains it's like, you know, you could have $5 million of the stock and next day it's worth nothing or next day it could be worth $10 million. And it's pulling the trigger is my is my big freak out on it. Um, the average millennial is going to spend over $200,000 on rent before buying a home. And Generation Z will spend even more. Um, I throw that out there because as a landlord, I think that's great. Um, you just threw in front of me an article that says in these four cities, renting long term can cost you over two million dollars. Let me guess the bay, the bay Area is on the list. Yeah, the Bay Area is on the list. I even have to guess that one. Seattle? Oh, that's kind of Seattle, uh, Detroit. In the same period of time, yeah, they just do that 000. as a comparison. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's interesting because I do know people that are lifetime renters. Mm-hmm. I know a couple that they throw around money that you would think that that they they're worth a lot worth almost nothing. They rent their house. Their house is shambles. I mean, it, it, 
like bed bugs. First thing Which you think of when you walk They in. might be able to do that because they rant. Uh, right. It wasn't that the old days. That was that was the the egg, right? It was the bad egg. You oh, used yeah. to rent and What do you think about the rented? idea that millennials are going to think of condos as their nest egg? And you and I thought of like We are moving back home. into the cities. Yeah, yeah. Um that is the big trend. We are even though single family homes are still the more desirable type of property, uh but the urban revitalization is really what we've been seeing more and more in cities across the United States. I mean, we we get those shops, we get the coffee, you know, you have a coffee shop, the movie theater if people go to movies anymore, and um a couple good restaurants and you put some condos all around it and they have everything they need. And oh, by the way, right around the corner might be the bus that takes them to work or the train. One of last year's hottest real estate markets is cooling off fast. Toronto. Sales to new listings ratio is an indicator that real estate agents use sometimes to determine a buyer's or seller's market. When it's between 40 and 60, the market's considered balanced. Above the range is a seller's market. This is when sellers can start demanding more concessions, uh, like higher prices. Below the range is the buyer's market, and it's now dipping into the buyer's range. Um, In Toronto. Now, again, that's just one market, and I don't know, like... Just the idea of someone buying my home and me walking away with that extra million is ridiculous to me, but yet it's happening. Um, I I don't know anything about Toronto real estate, but that is what you're naturally going to see when more people are going to sell the properties. And I think that's a lot of people here in the Bay Area are wondering when that's going to happen, because it will eventually happen where we will have some sort of sell-off. Will it happen anytime soon? I don't think so. I think there's more people moving into the Bay Area that are looking for all the amenities, a big chunk of that being jobs and the incomes. Um, But eventually, there's going to be more inventory in the market. And uh, I'm still worried about, Rob, where people are going to move to. I think smaller homes. Where? Yeah, I know. Here? On on railroad tracks. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you go to the, the peninsula and there's... Every other bus stop or train stop, there's more condos going up. Because you could walk to work. You can walk to the train. Walk to the train and you're at work. Which and is I, interesting because to me, one of the uh, air signs of this might be a top or it's getting close to a top is when you see the Cupertino City Council. And these are pe- people who are like, okay, we're going to make left grip for everybody. Okay, okay, okay. Who can we get? And taxes is the taxes. They're now starting in Cupertino looking around and saying, um, you know, Sunnyvale's doing it right now directly of saying for every employee that Intel has, we're going to charge $3 a month or something like that. It's a, a employee tax on top of the city tax, on top of the sales tax, on top of the state tax, on top of the federal tax, tax yeah. on top of the payroll tax. And that 3%, $3 that we charge, we're going to go and put all that money into affordable housing. Now, again, $3 is a, a made up number, but you get the idea. At some point in time, Facebook and Apple and Amazon, like Amazon is tired of the taxes of Seattle. It's no secret that they're saying we want a second headquarters because we don't want to continue to be taxed as the big guy. So we'll be two big cities instead of one super large city uh, employer. And uh, that's when real estate can shift. So it's like, what have you heard about Detroit in the last five years? Nothing but good things. What did you hear about Detroit for the 15 years before that? You know, RoboCop was there. RoboCop was in Detroit. Because it was such a, a cesspool of crack houses. I'll be back. Crack house in Detroit once was worth $10,000. You put that same crack house in the Bay Area, it's worth $2 million. It's a fixer-upper. Oh, it's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can talk second homes. You can talk getaway homes. You can talk relocation. You can talk about that apartment now and the average home cost in the Bay Area. And again, 
Home is where the heart is. Is it 400 square feet? Is that enough? When prisoners get more square footage than employees at Facebook or Tesla or... It's an interesting, interesting switch. But again, I, I think the days of the dreaming of a McMansion for a lot of young kids, it's going to be pared back aggressively in California. You can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Man, you buy one thing from Pottery Barn, they send you 50% coupons and emails forever and ever. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. There's a big blockchain conference going on right now in the Bay Area. You can learn more about it at tulipconference.com, tulipconference.com. It's the Tulip Conference Next Generation Blockchain Digital Currencies Conference with 50-plus sessions with world-renowned academics, investors, block producers, developers, and thought leaders, all tied towards the digital technology on blockchain. Blockchain's going to be a lot more than just Bitcoin. It's going to be a way of securing documents and securing ownership of property. Um, it's a great technology that is more than Bitcoin, the underlying protection of the asset per se. So that's out there. Favorite time of the year. You know what today is? Last day of school for kids. Do you remember Whoa. your last day of school? And what did it mean? It meant summer. Anarchy! I don't even know what that means, but I love it. I make the kids go to summer school, so they never, ever have a last day of school. <laughs> that's terrible. It's terrible. So, no, end of summer or start of summer means one thing to me. It's the Alameda County Fair, June 15th through July 8th. Winner receives, oh, we're doing a contest giveaway, winner, winner, chicken dinner time. Family four-pack of tickets to the Alameda County Fair going on June 15th. That's one week from today through July 8th with big new rides, live horse racing, tasting events, extreme action sports, pig races, pig races, and they always have funny names. One pig will be named something Trump, you know, squealy, squealy Trump or something like that. Squealy McSqueely. I love pig races. I do. I like betting on pig races. Can I win those? You probably could. But 800-516-1220 to win a pair of four. That's good. That's a good deal. How, what are you going to do for the next 100 days of summer? One of days taken up now at the Alameda County Fair, 800-516-1220. Win your tickets. Family four-pack. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. I've been to that event. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because like, they do horse races, which some people get into, and just showing a kid a horse. Remember uh, Tree Grows in Brooklyn? The idea of showing a kid a tree <laughs> yeah. in the Bay Area. We don't see a lot of horses. There's Blackie's Pasture up in Marin. Uh, great, great place to bring your kids. Mm-hmm. Get a couple rides, mm-hmm. have some cotton candy. Alameda County Fair, yeah. See a pig. See a pig. And then you can also buy, buy the VIP passes where you get to like, go to the front of the line or something like that, or as, or as many rides as you want. It's not that expensive. And if you do 10 rides or something, it pays for itself. Then you don't have to have that dilemma of how many tickets to buy and stuff like that. So 800-516-1220. Mike's telling me something. No, he's not. Okay. Um, so what were we talking about? Less thought on real estate. What do you want to bring up? Anything? I think you were talking about, um, the mass exodus that people are predicting out of the area. I'm, I'm finding a lot more people who are buying houses and working from, um, out of the area and work still working for companies in the Bay area. Okay. Uh, and the reason why that's working nowadays is because lenders are now going, okay, you can, as long as you can say that you're working from home or your company can verify that you can buy a primary residence far away. And that's really a big thing for people to have to buy it as a primary because you get the better rate. So 
and you have lower down payments and so forth. So uh, lenders are warming up to that idea. You can, I think, if you go over. 150 miles away, I think you're going to start having some problems um, if you have to, uh, you know, show up one or two days a week. Mm. So uh, we're seeing a lot more of that, but uh, we've seen a lot of people relocating. That that it's interesting that you bring that up because I could do that now. Mm-hmm. So my job is no longer tied to the Bay Area, even though, because like I could do radio or television anywhere. And uh, I just got 400 meg download speeds and the connection is unbelievable. So I could telecommute and like say bye-bye to the Bay Area yep. real estate prices. Mm-hmm. So next week I got a giveaway for, let's see if you can guess who it's for. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Really? Yeah. Where, I got Bill Clinton he, tickets. Yeah, where's he coming? SAP Center. Oh, Selling right. the book. He's doing the same thing that um, OJ did. Remember OJ wrote the book, If I Had Killed Nicole? <laughs> I would not have used gloves. So he's doing the same he's fictional. The same he's doing the same if thing. I if, did if, it. if I were president... And I'm not saying that I was, because this is fiction. But um, he's on a book tour right now. Home prices rise, birth rates fall in the new study. I kind of find that kind of... Amongst my friends, that's pretty true. Yeah. And it's uh, a very uh, close city that hits the top of that list. My dad, or my mom, had six puppies. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all on our milk and all at the same time. So... It's quite an image, right? You know, my uh, my neighbor lets her infant nurse while she's sleeping. Okay. I'm not going to get into this conversation. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know that. Kids are expensive, and homes are expensive, and college is expensive, and credit in the United States is continuing to hit higher and higher levels. It all breaks at some point, and then your home's going to be worth nothing if people don't have money to buy it or credit to, to tap to use it. I'm still shocked the bank gave me, like, $900,000 <laughs> once. You know, I, I talk yeah. about, like, am I shocked that my home went up that much in value? Yes. But I'm also shocked that if you go back to eight-year-old Rob Black, do you think he would ever have said he would get a mortgage, like a jumbo mortgage? Ooh, Neil in San Jose was the winner of the Alameda County Fair tickets. Way to go, Neil. So, any last thoughts from you? Not really. Oakland was the number one on the list, by the way. For what? For, oh, uh, for, for yeah, home, as home prices go up, birth rates went down 22%. Got it. No, really. You know, real estate's kind of ticking along here. Um, we do have that inventory problem. Uh, if you're out there looking to buy a house, uh, put your best foot forward. Um, if you have to, go to the listing agent and say, how much do I need to offer on this house to buy it? Build a relationship with them and uh, have some extra money because you're going to spend 10 15% over. There was a house in San Francisco that went for $1.9 million over Asking price. So, and remember, if you're at the Alameda County Fair, no wagering. It's just an exhibition. Don't bet on Hogzilla in the second race or Snoop Hoggy Hog or Dale Earn Hog. Don't do it. Uh, but like if you do need a loan. Lindsay Loham. Lindsay Loham. If you do do it, contact Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.